Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Scrambling with Dylan Otto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring Texas Tech golfer Callum Scott. Callum, welcome, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Yeah, man. Really glad to get you on here and just kind of hear your journey and stuff. But, you know, first, I just want to check in and see how things been at Texas Tech lately. Yeah, they're good. We've had a good few events already. We've had three events, um, been to some really nice places. Uh, we're in Hawaii first, and then palm springs and then just just caught back from cabo so a nice stretch of golf um, <laughs> yeah. so i can't i can't complain <laughs> yeah yeah i mean those are some pretty great tournaments and you know areas to be in and playing golf and stuff yeah. but um yeah man i'm glad that everything's going well at texas tech and everything and um you know we'll get into the questions here i always like to start it from the beginning and you know where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf yeah well uh i'm from nairn uh it's a small town uh, in the north of Scotland, mm-hmm. probably has around eight, eight to ten thousand people. Gotcha! Um, wow, wow. Yeah, we're uh, we're by the we're by the sea, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, my home course is right on the right on the beach. It's a good good lengths course. Um, I grew up playing there since I was about well four or five. Wow, um, wow. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a long journey, but. You know, I got into golf through my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a player back in his time. He didn't. He was. He was kind of a scratch golfer. He didn't really, mm-hmm. you know, want. I don't think uh, he wanted to do it. You know, like professionally on the tour and stuff. But he, uh, yeah, you know, he was a scratch golfer. He was a good golfer himself, and he kind of got me and my brother into it. Um, Sandy, mm-hmm. he's. Uh, uh, he's also been a good influence on me and my golf. So, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I got into golf. My dad introduced it to me, and I kind of loved it ever since. Um, it's kind of growing on me more and more as I grow up and play and compete. But yeah, uh, yeah. But he was he was the guy that got me involved. Yeah, and you know, and it's it's cool to hear how you know how young you started, and especially like Scotland. Yeah. I feel like it's. You know, it's kind of more prevalent in in Scotland to like you know get started yeah. into golf at such a young age, and um, yeah. you know you touched on your brother Sandy a little bit, and I'm just curious, mm-hmm. you know, what was it like growing up and playing alongside him, and you know growing up playing in Scotland, and just like you know where where the game, like I said, is like more prevalent, you know? Yeah, uh, well, we, me and Sandy, Sandy's he's he's a good bit older, I mean, he's a good like five and a half years older, so yeah, um, but I mean. We, we played a lot when we were young, young, kind of like I was probably seven, eight, and he'd be kind of 12, kind of years old. But mm-hmm. as as we grew up, 
I don't really remember much back then. But, <laughs> uh, I know, I know we used to play a lot with me, him, my dad. We'd always go around. We've got an 18-hole course and a nine-hole course. And uh, we'd always go around the nine-hole course. Uh, I just remember going around there as many times as I wanted and just, just remember just hitting as many balls as I could and just mm-hmm. you know, playing as many holes on, on the nine-hole course. And that was kind of as soon as he grew up or as soon as I grew up, he kind of got into the teenage years and he started, you know, becoming good and playing in kind of junior tournaments and things. So he'd be traveling a lot. So I didn't really get to play much of them in his teenage years. Um, gotcha. And he'd always, always be with his pals, <laughs> practicing with his pals. And then as I got older, I was the same way. I'd be playing and practicing with my pals at the golf course. And that was kind of one, one big thing we had at our home course was a lot of juniors, a lot oh, of good nice. juniors too. So it was, it was really competitive for us. And we were able to, you know, just thrive and practice and try and get better. Um, so that was always fun. Um, but sadly I didn't get to play much with Sandy when I was younger but yeah gotcha you know it's kind of cool though to hear how you know he kind of was doing the things that you were eventually gonna you know be doing and stuff you know what I mean like you know he was kind of out playing with his pals and the next you know you are as well and then probably playing in you know kind of general you know the tournaments that he played in as well and um, you know, I know high school golf isn't really like a thing in, you know, Scotland or England, you know, other countries like that. And so, I mean, yeah. I know it's probably like, um, you know, maybe more academy style or you were just playing, you know, for a national team, you know, kind of touch on your junior career a little bit and what events were you playing in and stuff like that? Yeah, exactly. You, you said it there. I mean, it's, it's more of an academy. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, when I came over here and it was like, you know, we have Americans on our team are like, oh, how did you get recruited and all that stuff? And it's like, yeah, my senior year of high school and stuff. And I was just like, it was so new to me. I didn't really <laughs> understand it all. Like yeah. the system and like culture was just so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, back home, I just went to like this academy, just a public school, public high school. Um, and like sports, <laughs> sports teams wasn't really a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it was pretty pretty normal for that to be the case where I'm from in Scotland and I mean it was just a case of playing junior tournaments in the summer tried to not miss school as much as I could Uh, (laughs) I know some events were tough to travel to (laughs) being in the north of Scotland although (laughs) they were there was a lot but I mean we uh, yeah like you said it's it's definitely different the high school system and we just played a lot of well, I did. I played a lot of junior tournaments kind of in the summer. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, kept playing and playing and trying to get noticed and that eventually did. Um, obviously, it helped having Sandy, who's, you know, obviously already in college and things. So, right. Um, but yeah, I just just kept playing events and it was usually always during the summer. There was never really any in, in the kind of spring time and fall time, obviously, because of weather. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Like that was another big change. I mean, we only have about our season probably starts around end of March, start of April, or yeah, kind of end of April, even sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, like, we're finished by end of September. Um, I mean, to come here and and play and practice and also do school was a little different for me. So, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's, it's been good and, um, 
yeah, the, the high school system was, was a shock to me. I was like, it was different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, that's just kind of the theme that I've heard, you know, with people from, you know, coming from other countries and stuff. It's kind of either you go to the public school or an academy and you just, you know, you go play for a national team and, you know, or yeah. you go play in just kind of your own events. And I mean, you played in a lot of, you know, English boys, Scottish boys championships. I mean, yeah. British amateur, like, you know, tournaments like that, that, you know, you, yeah. you, what you played really well in and, you know, you just played really good golf and, you know, and over in those tournaments, which is, you know, very impressive. Um, I was just kind of, you know, thinking like, if you looked at your junior career kind of as a whole, like tournaments you played in and stuff, like what what's one that kind of sticks out to you or an experience that that you will never forget in your junior career? Well, I mean, my my first kind of win, I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. It was the Scottish under 16 championship. So it was it was an international one. So anyone could have played from, you know, there was people from France, Italy. Yeah. Germany, Spain, Scotland, England, all over, all over Europe. So that was kind of a big one. And I remember, I just remember playing and like, not really like, I was just playing. Like, it was so weird. Like, I didn't, I was, I knew I was winning, but it just didn't like, it was such a weird experience. I ended up winning it and I looked back on it and it was like a a really big achievement for me Mm -hmm. because then that snowballed. After that, when when I was thirteen, I managed to get picked for the national team at under eighteen level. So wow, yeah. From then on, it was kind of like just like it. It kind of gave me some sort of confidence. Um, obviously, beating guys that were older than me, and in in a strong field for my age group too. So yeah, um, that that was kind of the the one that I won't forget because of how it snowballed and kind of kick-started things you know absolutely man yeah it's just it's crazy that i just love hearing these experiences in other countries because you know it's just like i mean you're at such a young age and then you know you get picked for the national team and it's just like you know th- i think that's just really impressive man and you know to be able to have that experience and something that you can go back to is just i think it's really yeah. cool like that how people can have those moments in the game of golf um but yeah yeah, yeah. it was good i mean i i was so unaware coming down the stretch i mean i had a a few shot lead but it's like nowadays you're so aware of the leaderboard and you're like oh i've got some birdie here but i was just i was just playing and like it was such a cool experience i wish i could kind of go back but it was no that was fun i really enjoyed that so that was cool yeah well good thing there weren't leaderboards or anything around you don't you don't want to be watching yeah. those at a young age but uh, uh, or yeah i just wasn't paying attention i guess maybe <laughs> <laughs> no man but that's cool man congratulations on that i think that's really cool to be able to kind of talk about that and um yeah. you know i'm real curious about you know when i'm looking at the tournaments that you played in you know in your junior career and stuff i mean you played in you know numerous countries i mean just yeah. kind of played all around like what was yeah. the competition like in each country that you've that you played in like what 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 were the difference in the caliber of player even the course conditions or something like that yeah i mean most of the the strong and elite players at that kind of age mm-hmm. would be the ones traveling and playing um so like when I, I think i played in norway finland i played in spain i played in a lot of kind of those european countries and the golf at that kind of age is is very good and it's good competition for for junior golfers like us in Scotland and 
England because obviously it's just the same people competing in those kind of events in Scotland and England. But when you go over to Norway or Sweden or Spain, that all the guys kind of travel and they'll come to one kind of competition and then it's just creates like a bigger competition with you know better players but that was always big for me was playing a lot of tournaments and traveling um and just getting used to that golf life kind of a good way of getting used to what you're gonna have when you're older um it's kind of prepared me well for college golf too um but obviously the weather's different um temperature wind grass so it's 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 good to be able to adapt to things like that and um, just be an adaptable player. Uh, It can just improve your game without you really even knowing. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously, like I said, the competition was better. So you're kind of just getting better and just playing. So playing and competing and getting better. So that was kind of, that's why I did it. Yeah. Well, and like you said, I mean, it kind of, Because, I mean, in college golf, you're going to be kind of traveling around a lot. And like you said, you know, being an adaptable player, like I think that was a great way to put it. Like you were playing in conditions that, you know, that you were just kind of like, all right, you know, I got to go out and play in this. And then next thing you know, you're, you know, it's making you a better player. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool the way you put that. Yeah, it's the the exact same here. I mean, you go to courses, there's Bermuda, there's Mm -hmm. uh, all these different kind of grasses. And, you know, you've got to adapt and learn from different courses i mean usually in college you play the same courses kind of same schedule every year so Mm -hmm. being able to evaluate after a tournament and then obviously looking back at your evaluation and then going to that tournament next and you can see what you know was done well with that grass or how Mm -hmm. it reacted etc so that's that's the good thing about evaluating your tournaments over here and being able to like I said adapt like obviously mm-hmm. you might have a certain technique for Bermuda grass and you're chipping and yeah. then it changes when you go to Zoy- uh, Zoysia or uh, all those different ones and it, it's different from state to state too so that's cool it's the yeah. cool thing about it yeah that's kind of cool man it's kind of cool to hear how you know your experiences in junior golf playing other countries has kind of you know prepared you for that and kind of you know, your your game can travel before you even get to college golf. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah. I'm really curious about you know the recruiting process for you. I know your brother Sandy was kind of you know a few years older than you, so he was kind of going had already gone through and stuff. But you know, what was the recruiting process like for you? Yeah, so obviously we have a few, quite a few big junior events in in the UK. Um, one of the ones that stands out is the boys amateur yeah a championship that's that's the one where you see a lot of college coaches um traveling over for and obviously with sandy being at college and and coach sands knowing him well and and sandy obviously we kept in contact so coach sands had heard about me and came over and uh watched me play a couple events and it kind of just started a relationship from there i mean it was it was very i mean i don't know how old i was but you know we we kind of just got a relationship when i was kind of young and then it just kind of was that was it really i was kind of almost set going yeah. to texas tech because um sandy kind of influenced me as well like tell me all the good stuff and uh why he went there and that was kind of just kind of made me go 
towards mm-hmm. that tech. So yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's nice to, it's nice to kind of have, you know, like your older brother, you know, kind of, you know, putting in a good word for you. And then obviously, you yeah. know, coming and watching you play. And I mean, you're, you know, a very serious player yourself. So it's, it's nice that, cause I mean, I've had a lot of people on that, you know, from other countries and the recruiting process is very blind, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like look, trying to find out what, you know, what schools are about and stuff when you're in a totally yeah. other country, like yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think I went, I went on a visit, uh in like 2019 or something i think mm-hmm. i was like 15 or 16 and i'm like i came here and i was just like that was my first time being in america so yeah like it was such a shock to me uh like how big like the like facilities were and like everything all the sports like because there's nothing like that where right. i'm from like right. um, to come here and like just the the shock the culture shock and how big sports and college sports is like the facilities we've got. Like, it's just, it was such a, I was like, damn right. I'm going here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it was a no brainer for me if I was coming here or going, staying in Scotland in the freezing cold <laughs> weather, like it's just no brainer. Yeah. Come. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's funny, man. It's, but Hey, it's cool though to be able to, you know, once you went on the visit, you were like, yeah, you know, like you said, no brainer. This is somewhere you yeah. want it to be. Like it's a, uh, yeah, a little bit better weather than Scotland too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's especially in the winter. It's just so bad. <laughs> it's just freezing. Your toes want to fall off, and fingers can't feel your hands. It's just terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. Yeah. But no. no, man, I'm glad you're able to find, you know, find a place like Texas Tech and, you know, yeah. somewhere that you were really like happy to get get to and start playing at. Um, yeah. I mean, no, I'm really curious about how has your time at Texas, Texas Tech been so far? You know, what was your freshman year like? What were the, you know, what, what were the changes like? You know, like you said, coming to yeah. America and just culture shock. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I was lucky enough to have Sandy come here for for him to be there for his sixth year uh, after everything that's gone on with him. And, I mean, we were never meant to, you know, meet at Texas Tech. Like, mm-hmm. he was already graduated, and I was still, like, deciding on if I'm definitely coming or not. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he comes back for a COVID year then gets injured during that year. And then, you know, medical red shirt. So he's there there for mm-hmm. six year and all of a sudden I'm a freshman so yeah. that all happened very fast it was big for him to be there he, he helped me through the process and I um my like kind of freshman year it was all a bit kind of scary for me at first mm-hmm. um obviously with qualifying that was new to me there was practice all that kind of stuff like it was all just you know and school and then staying staying by myself all these kind of things like just was so new so like to have him there and then help me through the process was was really big but golf wise I mean uh, I definitely had to adapt I was I struggled at first with the different grasses and distance control obviously because yeah love it's like a million miles in the air altitude wise Uh and the ball just flies forever (laughs) and then going to like an event at sea level you got to (laughs) you've got to adapt and like mm-hmm. obviously I've always been at sea level so that was okay for me but I could see that being a big issue for some people yeah and uh you know but it was 
it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it my freshman year and I just learned a lot from, you know, there's a few seniors on the team and able to ask them questions and just, you know, pick the brains of a few players. And, you know, that's helped me my freshman year and I, I kind of trended in the right direction. So it was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I just have some stats here from your freshman year. I mean, you you made you made an immediate impact during the, your first season, appearing in all twelve events. You know, recorded six top twenty finishes. Opened your your collegiate career with a sixty nine to finish at top twenty at the Carmel Cup. Oh um, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, recorded, you know, a, a, you know, quite a few top twenties, like, you know, yeah. really good finishes in your freshman year of college. Like, you know, that's, yeah. that's just really impressive, man. And congratulations on that. Cause I oh, know it, it can be kind of a lot, especially, you know, for somebody that, you know, is familiar with the States to go to another school, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, adapting and changes, but yeah. I just have a lot of respect for people that come from, you know, another country to the U S you know, like yourself, yeah. So, I mean, really applied, you know, you making that, that transition. And on top of that, you know, the, the, uh, the success that you found kind of, you know, your freshman year, I just really applaud you for that, man. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was a good process. I mean, tough at first. And then once I kind of got the hang of it, I was, I was okay. So, um, but it definitely helped having Sandy there and the coaches have been very helpful too. So. Mm-hmm. and uh teammates have been teammates have been great too so they've been good help everyone's yeah. been very supportive so that's been great good man well good i'm glad that you know the teammates and the coaches are you know they've been super supportive because i mean they're they're like you know the parent your parents kind of whenever yeah. you know they're they're kind of like that kind of parent figure for you whenever you're there so um yeah. but it's also nice to have your brother that that first year like you said and um I mean, just really, really, really applaud you for your freshman year there. And I mean, you've continued to, you know, you've continued that for Texas Tech being kind of one of the guys on the team and, you know, playing, you know, playing really well. Um, I'm just curious about your expectations before you even started going to Texas Tech. Like, what were you like, what were your expectations of, you know, going and playing golf at a Division One program and just kind of, you know, everything that comes along with being a golfer at Texas Tech? Yeah, I mean... Like I said before, being from, you know, Scotland and Europe and when I was like 14, 15, or four, about 13, 14, I didn't even, didn't even know what college golf was. Like that was yeah. so, so new to me. And as soon as I like saw like a couple friends, teammates kind of going over to America and coming back saying they loved it and it was so good. And then I was kind of like, oh, well, I'll start looking into this yeah. and obviously Sandy was there um, and then for him to come back and just uh, during the breaks and things and hear his thoughts on it and it was just kind of like well that's where the best competition is and you know that's where you're gonna get the best weather and just it's just the the way like the best way of improving as an elite amateur because mm-hmm. the competition's the best the weather's the best the courses are the best just everything's just so set up perfect for an elite amateur trying yeah. to make it to the pro right and that's no that's no dig to european golf or anything because there's a lot of amazing amateurs in europe but i just think there's just so many more golfers in america and just bigger competition like it's just 
it's just that much more i think mm-hmm. uh, and that was kind of that was a big shock to me when i came here at d1 a d1 school um and obviously just all the other sports as well was a big shock like yeah you know all the football games basketball games like that was so that was so cool to me in my freshman year like being able to go to those games and the atmosphere because like, we've got we've got a pretty cool fan base yeah uh, so to be able to go to games like that and experience that as well along with the golf is just adds to it just adds to it all so it's been it's been really good um i know i have i have friends at d1 schools uh-huh. all around so but yeah it's it's been great the division one program so yeah really great. you know it's pretty cool to be able to kind of you know go to like you said those basketball games those football games yeah. and kind of get the whole like college experience you know what i mean um that that's pretty cool though man and i always love hearing the the initial reaction and experiences that people have at you know at, at a university in america because it's just like it's crazy how different it is and you know pe- and most people in america would never they just don't know that so it's it, yeah. it's just crazy um you know to hear your journey and experiences but um something i you know want to touch on a little bit is kind of your first time teeing it up for texas tech like the emotions like what were you thinking about like as you're standing on that first tee like what what was it like for you i well it was well i don't know how to describe it i mean my first tournament as a freshman was carmel cup at pebble beach like that's like the peak of (laughs) of golf right there i mean I was as nervous as you could be. Uh-huh. I was just a 17, 18 year old, first first event, first golf course in America, basically. First <laughs> first time playing golf and it's at Pebble Beach in America. <laughs> like what like it was just crazy to me. Um but I was I don't know, I was nervous, excited. There was just a emotion I was just an emotional wreck. <laughs> I just I was just so excited and nervous at the same time it was just such an up and down day like I just couldn't believe it but once I'd settled down I, I managed to play some good golf and that yeah I managed to shoot a three under 69 in my first first collegiate round so that was that was really cool yeah. um, but the first tee was just I was so nervous I bet man I mean it's like you said I mean that's like peak like you know Pebble Beach first yeah. tournament like i mean yeah. that's just crazy you know and yeah it's just kind of cool that you know that being from a small town in scotland you know this you know great player in europe to you know you're playing at texas tech i mean just teeing it up it's just it always like to hear the people that are really you know early on in their college career still to hear what that experience like what you know on the first tee because it's the start of your college career <laughs> like yeah seriously yeah yeah and to go out there and shoot 69 at pebble beach like dude that is just that's so awesome that is so cool man yeah i, I think i was more shocked at that than the first tee to be honest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was more shocked at my score than standing on the first tee at pebble beach as my first ever shot in yeah college yeah well um, hey yeah, that, was, that was fun you went out there and you did it, man, and you got through yeah. it. And I mean, to be able to shoot sixty nine in your first tournament at Pole Beach like that—that's that's pretty awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. That was a cool experience for sure. Yeah. 
And I mean, I've, you know, I kind of went over a little bit, kind of your accolades, your freshman year. And I mean, you've, you've had really good finishes, you know, and shot some really low numbers. You're in your sophomore year, which you're, you know, you're currently in, you know, what does that mean to you? And does it just give you that much more confidence in your game? Yeah. I mean, uh, I was, I had a, I had a strong summer, Mm -hmm. um, after, after, nationals I, I got back home and played a couple events in, in Europe and uh, I finished well in those and that kind of you know just told me where I was at as a golfer and against all these guys so that kind of gave me some confidence and then I think it was the the world amateur team championships was in France mm-hmm. and that kind of it ate into like the first week of like the start of class basically Gotcha. Um, so we, I'd gone, had gone to Texas Tech and then went back to to France for the World Amateur Team Championships and then wow. after that I went straight to Atlanta for the Frederica Cup, our first tournament. So <laughs> oh my gosh! There's there's a whole lot of traveling in there, but uh, I did I, I just I did okay at the the World, so it wasn't anything great, nothing bad, but. Um, I don't know, something must have changed when I got to back to America because my first round I shot nine under and I just don't know where that came from. <laughs> I think I think I had a feeling in my swing that I just liked and then all of a sudden, like, it was just on repeat. Like, I, I didn't know, like, why. It just, it just happened. Like, and yeah. then that just, like... Here we go. The best time. <laughs> yeah. I was just so happy and having the best time. I was just, like so confident in, in my game at that time and then I was just going at pins and just I don't know it was just a confidence booster that round like they've never gone that low even in a tournament or practice mm-hmm. so to do it in a strong field in college was just you know it just added that much more to my confidence and then I was able to go out shoot some little numbers yeah, I mean, it's just, I think it's just so cool to just see the the amount of low numbers that you've been able to shoot in, you know, such a short amount of time, such early on in your college career, like, man, dude, like, just congratulations on that, because, you know, a lot, that's what everybody dreams of, right, as they get to college, is to, you know, come out of the gates firing and stuff like that, so, I mean, you've yeah. been able to do that. Yeah, no, I was, I was very pleased with my fall, it was, uh, I was very happy with all, all the the golf and finishes, and the team did really well too. So that added to it, and yeah, you know we were sitting in a really good spot after the fall, and we still are. Mm-hmm. Um, we got we got a really solid team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're yeah we're all moving in the right direction, and uh, I'm just happy my game's been trending lately. So yeah, um, so all good. All yeah, good. that's. That's awesome, man. And, you know, yeah. I'm just kind of thinking of this now, you know, that 63 you shot, um, you know, once you got back to the States and got things going, was that was that your lowest round ever? Like, or what had been your lowest round before yeah. then? That's definitely my lowest round ever in competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, in practice, I could have shot something like that, but, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't mean anything, obviously. But Sure, yeah, it's a little different. You, you, you know, yeah, it's... Uh, but yeah, that's that, I think that is my lowest round. Yeah, yeah, I wow. think so. That's pretty yeah. cool, man. I mean, that's to be able to shoot sixty three. You know, whether it's 
practice for fun competition you still got to go out there and hit shots you know but like you said in tournament play it's it's a little more elevated (laughs) yeah exactly i don't know i don't know i just i was just hitting my iron so good that day it was just it was crazy i I just uh when it all comes together you can do stuff like that that's that's the great thing about golf right and one day it can just all fall apart. But <laughs> yeah. luckily enough, it was it was a good day. So, uh, no, that was good. Really yeah. Fun. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just really cool to hear that, you know, that experience there. And um, I yeah. just really applaud you and your, and your success this far. And, you know, really excited for Thank the you. years to come for you. And, um, you know, I'm just really curious about goal-wise. Like, do you like to set goals, like, for the remainder of your college career or even for, you know, the rest of this year like do you like to set goals for yourself yeah yeah i uh obviously through my college career i haven't had a win yet so mm-hmm. that that's obviously one of the goals for this year is to to get a win um you know i've got my eyes on first team all american too that's just kind of like a an outcome goal mm-hmm. uh, you know i have some process goals and things but you know, the two main outcome goals would be a win and first team All-American. But I mean, right now I've got some work to do, but, you know, it's still it's still up for grabs. So, yeah, um, still going to be working towards it. And obviously the likes of Palmer Cup and Walker Cup, they're kind of later on in the in the year. Those are in my eyes, too. So, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, for now, it would be a win and uh, first team All-American. That would just kind of cap up a really nice good year of golf so absolutely those would be my goals for this semester kind of short term Mm -hmm. short goals but yeah yeah i got you man and um you know have you put any thought into after college like i'm sure you know you grew up wanting to be a professional golfer i'm sure like you know how how will you go about that will will you go back to scotland and play in europe or do you want to stay in the states like or have you not put much thought into professional golf yeah, absolutely. I mean, professional golf is is the is what I want to do, and it is still what I want to do. Yeah. Um, that's that's definitely the plan. So, I mean, ideally, to stay out here and try the likes of Corn Ferry, mm-hmm. uh, Canada, or uh, Latin America, if it's if it comes to it. But mm-hmm. uh, with the opportunity that college golf has with PJ Tour you in your senior year. Yeah. That opens up so many doors now. Mm-hmm. And I would love to just have a good finish in my senior year and, and give myself that, you know, it could be a top five or top ten and give myself that uh corn ferry card or corn ferry mm-hmm. status some sort. Yeah. Obviously I want to win. Like I want to finish number one and get that PJ Tour card. Like of course, but, you know, being able to have that PJ Tour, you and your senior year is just such a such a great opportunity, and it just opens up so many more doors for your professional ke- uh, career. And so that's kind of where my head's at is wanting to be a pro on in America. But if it comes to it, I'd still love to try a DP World Tour and things. But mm-hmm. I'd be, ideally, the Corn Ferry or PJ. So gotcha. That's where, that's where it is. That's where my head's at. Gotcha. Yeah. And you touched on, you know, the PJ tour, you stuff. I mean, you know, yeah. Ludwig, he's, you know, he's right now he's, you know, 
the guy on that list, yeah, you know, so exactly. that's gotta be, that's gotta be super motivating for you as, you know, his teammate and stuff. And um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's a great, a great deal that they have with that PGA tour you to get, you know, some status and, you know, potentially get, you know, a PGA tour card and on the corn Ferry tour as well, because man, before it was just like, all right, go figure it out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's definitely yeah. nice to, you know, potentially have somewhere to play after you're done with college. So, yeah, but absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. And yeah. we're heading, heading in the next section of the show here. I like to call the ham and egg section, just ask some, you know, for fun questions and get to know you a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm just really curious of that dynamic, you know, playing on the same team as your brother. I know you were a freshman. He was kind of, you know, on the tail end of his college career, but you know, what was it like playing, you know, against him with him, you know, on the same team? Yeah, it was, it was fun. I mean, uh, we like obviously before that we didn't really get to play much golf together. Yeah. Um, like I said, he was a good bit older than me, and he was kind of w- got to junior golf, and I was still too young for that. And then mm-hmm. when I got to junior golf, he was in the men's stuff. So, um, but I mean, yeah, we got to play and practice together. But he he uh, he was still kind of injured during the fall and at the start of spring, so. Mm-hmm. He wasn't able to qualify or play golf. Um, gotcha. So, but once he started up, he started playing, playing some good golf and then made the team kind of from sort of uh, end of March to obviously nationals. So mm-hmm. I got to play a good four or five events with him. Um, and that was, uh, that was, it was really weird at first. Like, you know, we just, we're at college together and then all of a sudden we're, we're sharing a room and playing at Floridian. It's like, it was yeah. just so, it all happened so fast, but you know, it was, uh, no, it was cool to be able to be on the same team as him and play golf and practice with him. So yeah, it was a good experience. Yeah. Sure. That's pretty cool, man. I mean, there's not yeah. many, I mean, there are, you know, the brother duos, you know, that are, that are kind of rare, that you see at you know college golf so it's kind of cool to hear that dynamic and you know like you Mm -hmm. said you guys didn't really play a ton in the beginning while you guys were younger but um you know to be able to play college golf and you're like you said you're sharing a room with them like that's pretty cool those are moments you guys will never forget yeah exactly yeah that's i mean it was uh it was a shame what he went through but yeah to come out on on that end of it and you know keep going and playing was was cool to see too so yeah yeah Yeah. wish him all the best in his pro career so there you go man that's awesome that's awesome yeah now the next question i have here for you is kind of like junior golfers like if you have you know any advice for you know maybe some junior players that are over in europe and they're wanting to go and play in the you know in america and stuff like what are what's some advice you would give them uh just playing as many events as you can uh i i was always someone who just when I was young, just played in as many events as I could. Like I'm young and fit, just travel, play, uh, get better. Obviously, uh, yes. that's that's just gonna happen when you're you're playing that much. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, we we're lucky now in Europe where we've got these these agencies who, you know, put our name out there and talk to coaches and yeah. are able to kind of organize calls and visits and things like that so i would say just um just contact agencies you know get yourself out there play events 
that's those are the kind of things that you just have to do for you know if you want to if you're in Europe and you want to go to America and obviously as soon as you get to the bigger events there's going to be college coaches looking at that and I think just yeah just keep playing and talk to talk to some people and see where see where that takes you yeah I mean playing in tournaments is definitely like it's definitely the way to go. You know, you can practice yeah. all you want and stuff and, yeah. you know, but they, the college coaches care about those tournament scores. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah great advice. And that's the, whenever you touched on the agency stuff, that's definitely, you know, something I've, I've heard more and more with players that are in these other, you know, other countries and stuff, because it's kind of a, yeah. it's kind of a way for, you know, to communicate with, you know, the connections they have and, you know, that it's just kind of nice that they can kind of reach out and do, some of the groundwork for you set it up yeah. for you and then that just allows you to get those connections with those schools and coaches so yeah, yeah exactly i mean i was i was lucky enough that sandy was here and sure i didn't i didn't really go through an agency but that was just in the odd case <laughs> yeah. my brother was at this university and he built a good relationship with coach and then we kind of kind of went from there so yeah but yeah just just keep playing and keep playing and practicing you get there you that. go yep there you go there you go you know yeah Next one I have here for you is kind of like, I mean, I, I've seen more and more people from, you know, whether it's Australia, you know, England, Scotland, and, you know, like playing in pro events or the opportunity to play in pro events is just yeah. a lot. You see it a lot more often in, you know, other countries. In the U.S., it's kind of, you know, it's kind of harder to do. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, and I've seen that you've played in a few pro events yourself. Um, one that really stuck out was the Hero Open at, you know, on the DP World Tour. Um, you know, just kind of talk about, you know, what's it like playing in those pro events and maybe stuff that you've learned playing in professional tournaments. Uh, yeah, that that was uh, that was really cool to have the opportunity to play in something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I didn't even find out until the Monday of that week. Um, wow. So like, I was very like, just like it just stuck up on me, and I was just like wow <laughs> all right all right but, uh, here we go <laughs> yeah um but no it was cool it was in scotland so i didn't know what to expect really i mean that was mm -hmm. so cool for me to see like what it really was like you know to be a professional golfer yeah uh, and to see those guys um just the way they handle themselves it was just so cool to see i mean i played i played with two kind of older people um not older people, but older guys on tour that have been there for a while. It's just kind of picking their brains and, you know, learning a few things. They were, you know, very patient as golfers, and I could see that. Mm -hmm. um, and that was one thing I, you know, noticed was just how how patient they were. and They were just able to get the ball in the hole. Like, yeah. it sounds so weird, but you just, you just, they just found a way. And that was, that was kind of cool to see. But, um, Overall, I mean, it was just a great experience. Uh, I would say the big leaderboards, the big screens, like seeing that kind of stuff was, yeah. was really cool. Obviously, I didn't play my best, sadly, but uh, yeah, I did. But you I were there still. I took a lot away. Yeah, I took a lot away from that, and um, that was that was a really cool experience to yeah, see all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that was like, you know, just mo when it motivated you even, you know, that much more to be like, okay, you know, I want to, 
professional golf is definitely, you know, what I want to do. And, um, yeah. you know, I know, it, I know you didn't play your best, but Hey, I mean, you were still there. You still got the experiences like, yeah. you know, a lot of people would, would kill the play, you know, in a term like yeah, exactly. that. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool, man. But I just think it's yeah. so cool how, you know, in countries like, you know, Europe and, you know, Australia and stuff, the opportunities to play in pro events more is, I think that's really cool. Like yeah. and be able to get those experiences and just kind of, you know, see what it's like. I think that's yeah, really cool. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's just going to build you up for professional golf. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the best way, the best kind of experience you can get for professional golf. And there's just, there's nothing like it. Like, you can't really emulate that in an elite amateur event. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just professional golf and that's it. And to be able to have the opportunity to play in those kind of events is, is really cool for guys like us and, um obviously it's a little harder over here but you know because the pga tour is just so strong and yeah um, there's just so many good players yeah uh, but yeah having that experience of playing in professional events just it's just massive for elite amateurs and it's the best practice you can get for professional golf gotcha gotcha yeah i think it's cool man and i'm uh, really yeah. interested in those those experiences and stuff so that's uh congratulations on that and being able to play yeah. in that tournament and Thank and you. uh get those experiences man um the next question here is kind of you know the resources that you have access to at texas tech like you said whenever you got there you were just like wow the facilities like everything yeah. there you know what's your favorite thing about texas tech now that you've kind of you know gotten your ex- a little bit of experiences you know at texas tech yeah, uh, I mean, we have we have quite a big campus, and there's like we've got like 40, 45,000 students, something uh-huh. just ridiculous, just tons of people. Um, but everything everything's close by, and uh, one thing I love uh, for us go well for us golfers, like I mean, our course is two minutes away. It's like on campus, so nice. It's that's that's a great. That's a great thing. I know some teams have to travel a fair bit for their mm-hmm. facilities, but we, you know, we have that privilege of, you know, a five minute drive and you're there, you've got all your facilities and our locker room and things. So uh, that was one thing that, you know, we're, you know, happy to have and, you know, it's just lucky that, that that's there. Um, I mean, our weight room, uh, training facility it's all there's so many things i could name that are just you know just great you know like yeah yeah it's just we're we're very blessed uh to have all those things and lots of fast food <laughs> restaurants around <laughs> uh yeah there's just there's just so many things i mean the facilities just everything being so close um yeah we're just so lucky to have all that stuff so there you go. Can't can't forget about the fast food places either, man. Those are the <laughs> Yeah, we've got we've got a few next to our apartment complex and it's kind of dangerous. That's da- <laughs> yeah. dangerous. Like sometimes I'm like a little lazy to cook and I'll be like, oh, it's only a two minute walk. Like yeah, it's yeah. fine. And obviously there's like there's like a Brahms and you're just like oh, ice cream couldn't hurt, you know. Like right, right. Things like that, but dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Not really. yeah. yeah man but no it's cool though to hear kind of 
all the, you know, the resources and how close everything is. And uh, it's really cool that you're able to experience that. And, you know, it's something that you just, you never would have seen in Europe. And and here you are at Texas Tech being able to, you know, spend years at this program. So that's, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it's very lucky. We're very lucky. (laughs) You know, we're heading to the last question here. Um, You know, I always kind of, like to end it on kind of the people that have supported you and are in your circle and stuff. So I don't know if there's, you know, a group of people or person that has really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today. Yeah. I mean, you know, as a, as a person, uh, obviously my parents had a big influence on yeah. how I am as a person and my upbringing. And uh, my dad was obviously the guy who got it started, you know, mm-hmm. golf for me. And so, he was kind of that that person for golf, um, and they were and my parents and family were kind of that that person that molded me into who I am today. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Sandy as well, my brother. He's he's been a big influence on my golf too. I'd say he's kind of been a role model I look at. Um, just just with everything going on too like it just adds to it like you know his resilience and adversity like just everything he's gone through mm-hmm. and to look at that like it's just pretty cool to see and um and just you know just take notes and things like that and but yeah my dad and my brother were big influences on my golf um and obviously family and friends are you know the people that, that influenced me into mm-hmm. the, you know, the person I am today so yeah I'd like yeah thank them so yeah cool. yeah yeah I mean yeah. you it's always nice to shout out you know the family the parents yeah and, you know it's really yeah. cool to you know have your brother like kind of go through the steps and stuff that that you were eventually going to be doing as well so it's kind of kind of nice to have somebody to to follow and and look for advice and stuff and like you said everything that he's been through you know it's just yeah it's cool to have have somebody like that so close to you so yeah definitely yeah. yeah well man that'll that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with donato callum thank you so much man coming on here and you know telling us your journey and just wishing nothing but the best man i'm looking forward to you know you finishing out the rest of this semester and the remainder of your college career and everything that professional golf brings you man awesome no thank you very much for having me i yeah. enjoyed it thank absolutely you. man absolutely have a good one everybody Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.